of like a bit of a James Blake sound, but with uh, oh, I don't know, um, almost like a uh, uh, less fun Black Keys uh, motif of crunchy guitar. Yeah, but like the solo, the solo artist, uh, uh, I guess. Uh, not appeal. Appeal is not the right word, but like that sort of approach as like a, a king cruel, but less interesting. Hozier sucks, dude. Yeah, that's it. All right, <laughs> they just they suck. It's a or he. he sucks. It's just a he. Is his name like John Hozier? I hope so. Let's look it up. First name Ho, last name Jure. Ho, Jure. Music. Uh, music's been pretty shit. 2019 hasn't really started that well in terms of music. Yeah, it's been like two weeks. Still. Well, he's Irish. He's a weird-looking dude. <laughs> Andrew Hozier. Mm. So, I mean, I wasn't that far off. Sure. I could have just kept going down the Rolodex of white names. <laughs> Josh. I would have found it. Andrew Hozier Byrne, known professionally by the mononym Hozier. Andy Ho. Andy Ho. A-Ho. A-ho. He's an a-ho. Anyway. Yeah, so Katie is excited to see fucking Hozier. Hozier. He was announced uh, for Boonera. Bannero. Bannero. Ladies and gentlemen, what's up? My name is Marco. If you didn't know by now, with me as always... It's my powerful co-host, Adam Obesius Rodriguez. What is up, brew skis? Tonight's brew is from the Founders Brewing Company. It is the Backwoods Bastard. It's an ale aged in oak bourbon barrels. I don't know if you saw this. I hope you didn't. Um, oh, it's, okay. It's kind of scratched into the label on the back. You can't really see it, Ooh, but it's 11%. Oh, Lord. Yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah, good, good, good. Oh, good. yeah, I see what you're saying. Guess yeah. where we're off to. Mm. It's going to be a good time, guys. This is the One Baron Podcast. Kind of reminds me of um, Zeppelin Four. <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah. Uh, he's got white eyes. Yeah. Uh, but I like that the uh, there's like foil treatment on the the edges of this hey, thing. You get down. Okay, fine. I just want to sit on the couch. <laughs> you know. Oh, uh, but yeah, the uh, I like that. There's like a shiny foil. Yeah. On this thing no, too. That's a nice label. Classes it up. How much did you pay for this? Thing. Jeez. Oh. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Clink. Clink. Oof. Wow. Oh, boy. Oof. It's like biting into a chocolate bar full of uh, booze. <laughs> 
Yeah, like um, somebody remember somebody brought over uh, like those Kahlua candies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Too much. Mm-hmm. Too much. Too rich. Yeah, too you don't want to. You don't want to bite into fucking chocolate's already rich enough. Yeah. For you to have to bite into it and get a mouthful of Kahlua. Yeah. Well, they have the ones that are filled with like. Like Jim Beam, too. I don't like any of that shit. Yeah, no, I don't want any of that shit. No, I, I, like, as a kid, I thought it was like, oh, so cool. Yeah, you get booze in your candy. Don't, don't cross the streams of any of. I'm, I don't like, I don't like that shit. Like, don't cross my streams, okay? Okay. Leave my candy on this table and my booze on this table. Don't combine them. That's fine. Who likes, who likes the straight up taste of Jim Beam that much that they'll bite into a chocolate and like, oh god. This Jim Bean. Get in my body. Ugh. Mm. It's disgusting. Yeah. It's disgusting. I imagine like hobos cracking open the top of them and, and chugging them. <laughs> Tossing. Just, cho- just, like, just a bag full of them and they just like crack <laughs> them down the middle. And just and toss uh, them the chocolate aside. <laughs> it's just like pistachios. Yeah. <laughs> That's the shell for the, the booze. <laughs> um. Okay. So we were talking about. The Bonnaroo set list, right? It's Bonner- not technically a set list. Not, well, playlist, set, not lineup. Lineup. Line we got it. That's whatever. The word. <laughs> Ooh, jam sesh. Uh, yeah, I mean, a bunch of them have come out. Um, what do we got? We got Bonnaroo came out, the, the, the um, set list. Yeah. Not set list. The uh, lineup. lineup. Jesus. <laughs> Shaky Knees lineup came yeah. out. Uh, Governor's Ball lineup came out. Yeah. A few international ones came out too yeah, earlier. Ones that doesn't don't that, really matter. Yeah, we does. can't really deal with be going out to those. Yeah. So you know. Oh, Coachella too. Coachella. Yeah. Coachella. 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 Coachella was supposed to be headlined by Yeezy, and apparently he backed out because mm-hmm. of arguments over stage design. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. So the pettiness continues <laughs> with Mr. West. So, do you have the lineup pulled up? I do. So, let's look at some of the highlights and see how we feel about it. Okay. Uh, so, Thursday is, you know, usually traditionally the uh, the setup day. So, there's not really a lot of big names here. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I guess uh, Grand Ole Opry with special guests, if you're, if you're into that. That's the headliner. Um, yeah, I don't really recognize many of the other people there. So, I'm just going to skip over that. Uh, but say a couple of them. Say okay. the, the the top names, top like ten. Sam, Saba, or Saba. I'm not sure, dude. Oh, the 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 rap dude. Yeah. Okay. One rap guy. Yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, I'm glad you brought that up. Ah, yes. Good segue. We we both wanted to amend our lists, our albums for our list for albums of the year. Correct. Saba's record, Care for Me. It was on. It was on the top five, top ten of most publications, mm-hmm. and I think we mentioned. We did it. mention it, yeah. We finally got to listen to the record, uh, respectively, on our own time. Right. And we both came back to each other like, "Dude, this is we fucked up. Good. <laughs> this is real good. That is a excellent, insanely good record. Yeah. Excellent album. Yeah. So, um, I guess I'll just say honorable mention because I don't feel like going back nah, and like trying to figure out like where it would land on my top ten. No, no, no. But it's definitely it would go in my top ten. Yeah, I went oh, back. Easily. I would take I would take a record out easily uh, to put that one in there. So yeah, yeah, that it, would be. Are we confirming? Is it Saba or Saba? <sighs> I don't know. I'm a stickler for pronunciation on uh, band I, names. I agree. I agree. I I'm going to 
uh, assume Saba. Okay. Saba. 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 Saba until we are corrected. Okay. S A B A. Just S A B A. Space Jesus. Twelfth mm-hmm. uh, planet. Space Jesus. Sun Squabby. All them witches. Magic City hippies. The nude party. Uh, yeah, so I, it sounds like a, a lot of like... It's like a jam. Fest. Potentially jam bands and stuff, yeah. I kind of feel bad for Saba on there. Yeah, well, I, I think they they have them in there just so that in case you're not into that kind of thing, you can go over there and listen to somebody, I think, somewhat more traditional of There's a, hip-hop. I, I'd like to see Saba and the Grand Old Opry. That would be fun, whatever they, uh, whatever they decide on doing. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, it's uh, again, it's sort of like a, an acclamation day for people you know what does that mean like it, it's the day that people are setting oh, up oh, their oh, tents oh, okay and, yeah yeah and acclim- you know. i get you i get you right. getting kind of getting used to the yeah. scene you get the, the 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 party vibes going you get Feeling all set up yeah. you know you you make sure you have all your stuff in the right place mm-hmm. and you you know you go out when you have time after that and see a few acts and yeah. you know call it a night and wake up the next day and see the people you really want to see right you know that's more of like a wandering discovery day, I yeah. feel. Thursday, you're looking around at all the stuff that's there. You're like you said, you're setting up your campsite, you're, you know, getting acclimated. Right. It's perfect. It's acclimation day. Friday though, what are we looking at for Friday? Friday, we have fish, which is huge for uh Bonnaroo. Yeah. Uh Childish Gambino. Solange. Solange. The Abbott Brothers, Brockhampton, Grizz, RL Grime, Beach House. Courtney Barnett, Girl Talk. Um, let's see. Def Heaven, Parquet Courts. Uh, do, 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 and that's everybody I know. Friday is stacked. Yes, it is. Uh, for Saturday, we have Post Malone, Odessa, Hozier, Casey Musgraves, The National, Lonely Island, Zoo, Juice World, Gucci Mane, John Prine, Unknown Mortal Orchestra. <laughs> Just combine that together. Uh, I think that's everybody I know on that day. And then on Sunday, we have yet another fish set. Uh, the Lumineers, Cardi B, Brandy Carlisle. Walk the Moon, Mac DeMarco, uh, Lil Dicky, <laughs> Hobo Johnson. Ugh. That's about all I know. Okay, so they blew their hip-hop load on the first nights, and then they were like, I don't know, fucking. Mm, Cardi B? Lil yeah. Dicky, Cardi B, Ugh. fucking Hobo Johnson. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hubble Johnson sucks. You don't like him crying every time he performs? It's not just that he cries. It's just like he's so cringy. So cringy. Well, he's cringy because he cries. He cries because he's he's cringy. cringy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just shave that paper-thin mustache off your face. (laughs) Bothers me. Don't mustache shame him. I'm shaming him. I'm mustache shaming I can barely grow a mustache, okay? But mine's at least thicker than his. <laughs> My dick is bigger than yours. All right, that's enough. I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> what else you got pulled up? Uh, nothing. 
Oh, I thought you were pulling up. The, uh... <laughs> okay, Bonnaroo sounds... Uh, pull, pull up uh, Shaky Knees. I will pull up Shaky Knees. Bonnaroo sounds decent. Sounds like a sounds like a good time. No, it definitely. I'd say it's probably probably the best they've had in the past couple of years. <clears throat> yeah, I think especially for the traditionalists of Bonnaroo, what it was. Yeah, uh, it sounds yeah. like they're trying to go back to that, like yeah. the jam bandy. Mm-hmm. You know, well, the fact they have two sets of fish tells you all you need to know. Yeah, you know, hippy dippy, hippity dippity, hippity dippity. Which is cool. Yeah. But also... It's not something that we're necessarily into as people. Yeah, but I mean, I, I, I fuck with all of it, but I don't know. I just can't see... I'm, I'm not going to be out there, you know, with my shoes off, fucking, <laughs> you know... You say that now. Dancing in jam bands and shit. Like, it'd be cool to, like, you know, vibe out with for a little while, but... Yeah. You know. That's really what it's there for. Let's hear that shaky knees. All right. Shaky knees 2019. Uh, we got Tame Impala, Beck, mm. Cage the Elephants, mm. Incubus, mm. Tears for Fears, mm. Gary Clark Jr., mm. Interpol, mm. Foles, Father, Foles. Oh. Father John Misty. Mm. Uh, I don't know who Tash Sultana is, but uh, Group Love. Uh, I like Group Love. Yeah. Um, da, 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 let's, let's do Take the da, 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 dance. Best friend's house. <laughs> Dashboard Confessional. Ooh. Uh, Fiddler, I've heard of Fiddler. I've heard of Sharon Van Etten. Deer Hunter, OCs. Cool. Cool. Dandy Warhols. Cool. Black Lips. Cool. The, the, the Japanese Breakfast. Love her. Mm-hmm. Soccer Mommy. Love her. Uh, Idols. Oh, love them. Yep. Uh, oh, shit. Shaking these is kind of fresh, son. Yeah. I think think that's it for people that i recognize hmm. uh yeah yeah that's it for people i know uh but yeah i mean obviously shaky knees is much more of like a a rock show yeah i there's no hip-hop acts here from what i can tell uh or like electronic or dance acts either but because of that i feel like it's more focused and they have like a, a tighter uh tighter list yeah, they almost never have a lot, if at if any, um, hip hop at all. Oh, yeah, it's it's, it's definitely it's pretty. It's a rock show. Yeah, basically. But at least they, you know, they pick good good acts. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, as as far as as far as the genre of rock is, like it's pretty wide. It's a fun fun indie show that they do. Yeah. Respect. Agreed. So respect. Govball, let's check them out. Let's do it. Line up. Okay. I hope you all are riveted by this because we are. We absolutely are. This is all right. Governor's ball. They actually they separated again by days, uh, unlike the shaking ease one was. Mm. Uh, on Friday, they have Tyler the Creator, Lil Wayne, Brock Hampton. Uh, Blood Orange, Mitski, The Internet, uh, The Voids. Uh, that's everybody I know from that first day. Saturday, they have Florence and the Machine, Major Lazer, 1975, Casey Musgraves, Vince Staples, Lord Huron, uh, Playboy Cardi, Denzel Curry, <coughs> Saba or Saba, depending on where you're from, uh, U.S. Girls. And then on Sunday, they have The Strokes, 
Nas, SZA, Katronada, uh, Beast Coast, which is Joey Badass and Flatbush Zombies together. That's dope. Yeah. No Name, uh, Charlie XCX, uh, Soccer Mommy, and that's everybody I know from that list. Hmm. So kind of sounding like, I don't know, the, the most diverse set, probably Governor's Ball. Most diverse lineup, I mean. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I, 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 mean, I say it's it up there with Bonnaroo, too, because... Yeah, there's... <clears throat> the thing about it is Bonnaroo's got an emphasis on, you know, uh, jam band, hippie kind of thing, and, and uh, Governor's Ball sounds like they made a concerted effort to get more, quote-unquote, urban acts yeah. in there. Yeah. A lot more than they've had in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, for sure. There was not nearly as many hip-hop acts when I was there in 2015. Yeah. Um, I mean, they had a few, but... Not that many. Yeah. Like they had, I remember seeing Run the Jewels. Yeah, that was my first time seeing them. Well, they have Nas, so that's gonna be fun. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, they, they you know, there's a lot to. I mean, obviously, kind of goes without saying, but the Strokes is that's huge. I mean, mm-hmm. we 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 had the the fortune to have seen them at Big yeah. Guava. Yeah. So that's good, but you know, they're reuniting. Gonna do a gonna do some dates. Mm-hmm. Jules is doing also the void, so he just right. you, can, you know that's really it's awesome. Yeah, I, I'm I will say from experience, seeing them in New York is something yeah. special. It just it just feels right. I wish some of the acts like I'd love to see you know, uh, Tame Impala. Yeah, and and you know Idols mm-hmm. and Japanese Breakfast. You know some of those acts like come on over to Governor's Ball. <laughs> you know, come on down. I don't know. Um, it's kind of hard. Up in the air for me. I, yeah. Honestly. What's the strongest for you? I'm leaning more towards either uh, either Shaky Knees or um, Governor's Ball, honestly. Mm-hmm. Shaky Knees, you know, we had the same same discussion last year in our group of friends, which was that Shaky Knees had the best set list overall. Mm-hmm. Or, lineup. or lineup. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know why I keep saying that. Well, you'll get it. Had the best lineup overall, but the fact of the matter was it was too it was too focused on one genre. Yeah. It was basically indie rock. Right. Right. And which is fine for you and me. Right. But but not everybody fine for else the entire who, group. Right. They want to go and, you know, have a more diverse time. Mm-hmm. If it comes down to it, I know like Bonnaroo's the the tradition and everything mm-hmm. and you know take me back to Bonnaroo I love I fell in love on the farm and all are that you, bullshit are, was but, that Kermit fell in love on the farm ah! I fell in love on the farm uh, but the fact of the matter is if I had to pick one or the other mm-hmm. it's Governor's Ball yeah I want to go to New York mm-hmm. I haven't been back in years yeah and the last time I went uh, you know <clears throat> I was with my ex at the time or my girlfriend at the time mm-hmm. and we spent most of the time with her family. Yeah. And we were only there for like three or four days. Mm, you didn't really get to soak it in. Yeah, I didn't really get to do New York. Right. You know what I'm saying? All right, you can't do that when you're there. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I please don't. I wouldn't do that. Please yeah. don't do that. I wouldn't do that. But I, I didn't get to do it proper. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And now I, I know a little bit more about it from just observing it from afar. And from TV longingly. and movies. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Knowing things that like I have, I mean, you know, I'm older and I like, yeah. I ha- you know, I'm more focused and like. I get there and I'm like, this is, I want to do this, this, and this. Right. You know what I'm saying? So selfishly, mm-hmm. I'd like to go back to New York just to take in the city right. better than I did the last time I was there. Yeah. And I think it's, uh, that's more of the 
uh, more of the overall experience as opposed to just the festival itself. Yeah, and we've we've been we've been to okay, we've been in New Orleans together now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we went to Georgia, but we went to Savannah. Right. A trip to New York with the whole group. Yeah. Come on, son. Yeah, that'd be great. Forget about it. <laughs> Baba Ganoush. Baba Ganoush. Yeah. It'll be it'll it would be fucking it would be fun as fuck. Man. Oh yeah, no, I agree. And you know, I have family in New York too, obviously. So you get to visit your family. Visit the family. That would be nice. Maybe have a place to stay. Yeah. You know? It'd be a good time. Yeah, I, man. Uh, 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 you can ask me my question. Ask me, ask me, ask me. If you had to pick one, what, what what would you prefer? Oh, thank you for asking me, Marco. <laughs> um I would I would actually agree with you. Strangely enough, Strangely. we never do that. That's crazy. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, no, uh, my reasoning for it is that I feel like Bonnaroo has a great diverse uh, lineup. And, you know, it seems like it, as far as the experience will go, it'd be a lot of fun too, because, you know, as much. As much of a pain as it is to go out there and camp the entire time, it's it's one of those bonding moments. It's about the experience, as they say. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, like logistically, it'd make way more sense just to go take a take a quick ish road trip up to Georgia, and you know, go see all these great bands. Have not have to camp, just be able to stay like an air at an Airbnb or a hotel. Yeah recharge for the night or if we're you know feeling up to it stay out and like check out some of georgia it's in atlanta so you know it'd be a good time regardless and i feel like that would just make more sense because we would save time on uh you know getting there we'd save time save time and money and money on the yeah, trip on the trip itself and not to take as much time off either it's yeah three days instead of four uh you know it's 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 less of a to do, and I feel like for the trade off of experience, it'd be worth it. Logistically, it makes more sense, right? And then also on top of that, I agree with uh, you on Governor's Ball because yeah, I mean, us and our friends haven't gone on a trip like that. Yeah. So, you know, uh, it'd be I a good just, time. I want to get in the middle of the progressive left mosh pit that is Idols. Oh man, find me a. Find me a sweetheart who wants to get married. <laughs> Somebody who loves that loves idols. Loves idols. Somebody's super left, mm-hmm. <laughs> progressive, and likes punk rock. Yeah, that'd be nice. That would be nice. Yeah. Uh, so I think you know we've got some decisions ahead of us. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, we've got a little bit of time to, yeah. to figure it out, but you know it's coming up fast, yeah, it's man. It's gonna come it's up coming fast. fast. We only probably got like a a month or two to really batten down mm-hmm. so we gotta figure it out yeah we, we gotta you know we'll get the group involved we'll figure it out we'll yeah. find something mm-hmm. somebody who's not gonna be playing these festivals anytime soon mr robert kelly oh no who's that i'll tell you who that is he is first and foremost a pedophile Ooh. Uh, allegedly an abuser um <laughs> uh, uh you know a just just a liar a fucking a very bad man a very bad man but then also a musical genius. So, <laughs> Mr. Robert Kelly, somebody who we've, in the past, we've talked about a little bit, you know, when we first found out about the sex cult thing. And, <laughs> oh, that little thing. Yeah, that whole, mm. that whole jazz. 
So, you know, R. Kelly's been making waves, and you know, if 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 you if you're alive and you don't live under a rock, you've been hearing about the R. Kelly thing. Everyone's been asking me about it. Hey, have you watched the documentary? Have you watched the documentary? Have you watched the documentary? No, I haven't watched the documentary. Okay. <laughs> We don't have cable. <laughs> and even if we did, I wouldn't watch it. Mm. You ready? You ready for this? You know what grinds my gears? What grinds your gears? I'll tell you what grinds my gears. Mm. What grinds my gears is... This is coming all off the top. All uh, yeah, off the oh, I've, I'm, I'm ready to edit this baby down. <laughs> what grinds my gears is these fucking celebrities coming out now in 2019 mm-hmm. and acting like they weren't aware of what R. Kelly was doing. Yeah. It is driving me up the fucking wall. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's honestly no tongue in cheek, no all jokes aside. Right. It's driving me crazy yeah. to watch the sudden shift in, in, in landscape of all mm-hmm. of, of all of these people who collaborated with him, mm-hmm. who, you know, no one, it <clears throat> chance was the first guy, right? right. Chance right. denounces him. And he's like, you know, we made mistakes as a, uh, as I, I made a mistake personally, blah, blah, blah. He takes responsibility for it. Fine. Then just the fucking floodgates open up. Yeah. And all of these people are being asked and about me. Like, and, and me. And oh, me. Yeah, I, I regret it. And I regret it. And I regret it. And the latest person that I saw was Common, of all people. Common, mm-hmm. who's also from Chicago, where uh, R. Kelly is from. Right. He's like, we failed as a community. And, you know, we should have held him accountable. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> we didn't fail. Mm-hmm. There was plenty of us who had denounced R. Kelly years ago. Yeah. You failed. Mm-hmm. You failed as a community. You failed as rappers, entertainers, actors who collaborated with this guy. Right. The entertainment knowing, community. Yeah. You fucking guys right. fucked up. They could you have blacklisted knew. him. They could have blacklisted him years ago. Mm-hmm. This guy had a sex tape out with a 15 year old girl. And okay, maybe he was acquitted because they couldn't, you know, I think it was like they, they uh, you know, there was, there was, there was reasonable doubt. Right. But we knew it was fucking him. Come right, on, man. Right, right. And even if we didn't know it was him, we knew from the jump mm-hmm. that he tried to marry Aaliyah when she was like fifteen. We knew from the jump. Right. Which uh, didn't didn't her mom come out recently saying like nothing happened sexually between them? Yeah, she can say whatever the hell she wants. Yeah. But we knew from the jump. Right. Right. Something something fishy something there. Something was going on there, my dude. Right. And it they wasn't this wholesome. You know, beautiful relationship mm-hmm. that her mom. I'm your mentor. Yeah, no, they not that fucking. dude. They were fucking. Mm-hmm. Now and and okay, so this documentary comes out, surviving R. Kelly, and it's got all these people denouncing him and all these details about his sordid life, and and now all of these people coming out the woodwork, trying to be heroes. John Legend. John Legend was on. He was in the documentary. Mm-hmm. De- denouncing him right now all these people are like you're such a hero john legend and he was like you know i'm not a hero the women are the heroes and blah 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 mm-hmm. it's like yeah you're right they are the ones who are out here the one the the, the women who are out front right clamoring for this for yeah, years at, talking about this for years trying to out this guy yeah and and what did what did you guys do you collaborated with them you mm-hmm. act like the shit wasn't going on they do it all the time yeah if an if an entertainer can make you money then you will put aside whatever 
like it doesn't matter. Right. It's a, money it's a, is the, that's that's the motivator. That's yeah. the thing. That's it's a, it's like, a business. Right. It's a business. And it's, I know, it's the worst. It's the worst side of capitalism. Yes. And saying that people are gonna groan, roll their eyes, and say, "Yeah, duh." But don't you understand how fucked up? that is and how hypocritical these fucking entertainers are to turn around once now now we're good now mm-hmm. we're good right because r kelly's not gonna make anybody any more money right r kelly is already like his reputation is shot right this this documentary whether it's true or not i mean i believe it like i you know like i said we knew r kelly's been a piece of shit so it's, i'm mm-hmm. not gonna i'm not arguing the merits of the documentary yeah now though that everybody's denouncing him and all this stuff now the money train's gone. Right. The well is run dry. So now it's okay. Now it's okay to denounce right. him. Right. Same thing with with uh, like like somebody like Chris Brown. Uh, or uh, Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein, another guy. The entire you know entertainment industry knew, knew about they this. They all knew. And then once it came out and the well ran dry, mm-hmm. like Quentin Tarantino disappoints me so much. To no end. <laughs> he is my favorite director. Yeah. And when he came out and he was like he basically was like yeah i knew <laughs> but, but i mean like i didn't really know but i kind of knew and i was like you piece of shit he gave me the money what do you want <laughs> what am i supposed to do he was my fucking production company all my movies went through him i don't know what you're going to do yeah i can tell you what you should have done you should have outed that son of a bitch mm-hmm. you're quit like at, once you're a person like quentin tarantino's after 95 yeah. You've got a reputation now as an incredible filmmaker. Right. I don't think I, and again, I don't know the inner workings of Hollywood like that. <laughs> you so weren't maybe, there. Yeah, so maybe he did need a Harvey Weinstein to keep his career afloat. Could have been, yeah. I just I doubt. Well, well, okay, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. Just thinking out loud here. Maybe maybe that is what kept people silent was this sort of status quo of silence of this is just the way it is. R. Kelly's a piece of shit. Harvey Weinstein is a piece of shit. We know that, but that's just how they are. And if you want to get anything done in this industry, you have to deal with that, or else face the consequences. Yeah, well, if that's if if that's what it is, then fine. You are not allowed to then come out ten years later and try to be a hero, self righteous, yeah. and yeah, because you know what. I don't give a fuck. Right. I don't want to hear it from the people who knew for decades what a person was like. Okay, look, if you want to come out and say, you know, I fucked up and uh, I knew I'm a piece of shit mm-hmm. and I'm, I want to do whatever I can do to make amends to the women right. who were affected by this, to the communities who were affected by this, I, I'm going to try to do as much as I can. That's one thing. Yeah. To own up to how much of a piece of shit you I are. I made a mistake. And try to make amends. That's I didn't one do thing. enough. Yeah. But to come out and like you know, oh, we 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 didn't do enough as a community, and we got to start <laughs> blah blah blah. Well, blah, that blah. that puts that puts the impetus on other people, right? Exactly. It, it puts the blame exactly. off of yourself and makes now, it a community sudden, yeah, issue. Yeah, we all fucked up. Right. It's like we didn't fuck up, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all fucked up. Yeah. We've been talking about the shit. We've been done denounced R. Kelly. Yeah. He'd been canceled before cancel was a culture. Right. For some of us. Some. Right. For a lot well, of well, us, there it t- wasn't. Yeah, there are a lot of people who, who came out to support him saying, 
that it's probably all lies and you know they're just trying to frame them and some people still believe that Mm -hmm. and i mean you know i'm not gonna sit up here and act like i didn't listen to his music sometimes like there were moments where like you know it would come on on like a fucking uh uh playlist or something Mm -hmm. and it's like fuck r kelly i mean remember when we loved him i would i would outwardly search for i believe i can fly there you go so it's great song you know we're, none of us are above this. No. But to sit here and act as if, you know, you're surprised by these allegations, or even no one's acting really surprised, but they're all acting like like they were like 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 what they were doing was not as bad as what they were doing. Right. You know? Yeah. Like like Chance the Rapper collaborated with him, you know, years after all of this stuff mm-hmm. had come out. Like he collaborated with him recently. Yeah. You can't turn around and be like, you know, I shouldn't have done it. Like, dog, you were old enough to know you shouldn't have done it. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to be somebody who, I don't know, like like Cassidy, for instance, who does a song with him. And it's like probably the biggest song of Cassidy's career. Yeah. If you guys even remember Cassidy. <laughs> and, you know, he's somebody who it's like, I don't know, I guess you get thrown that opportunity. It's mm-hmm. like, what are you going to do? You need something like well, that. I think that's, I, I don't know. That's, that's, I mean, I'd say even for Chance the Rapper, that's too alluring of a, of a thing for you to pass up. Yeah, but you can't be the voice <coughs> of the woke black man, the guy mm-hmm. who's representing for African American women and who's going to like have the back of all black women and, and all this bullshit. And spiritual. And, and the spiritual leader of the black community, basically. Mm-hmm. And be the guy who collaborates with R. Kelly. Right. You can't have it both ways. Mm-hmm. Okay? So that's what's driving me crazy about all yeah. this. Because they're all coming out now. They're all acting like... Holier than thou. Yeah. And it's like you all knew. Mm-hmm. You all knew. Yeah. They're this covering their asses. It's not a secret. Yeah. R. Kelly's been a piece of shit for years. You know, I think a lot of them didn't want to believe it. They just wanted to say... They wanted to have that doubt in their mind and say, you know what? Nah. It's probably a lot of rumors. You can want whatever you want, but you know it's true. <laughs> you know it's true. You know it. And you know it's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, just him him trying to marry Aaliyah alone should have been enough for people to go, dude, that suspect <laughs> what? is fucked. <laughs> and then for him to be accused of having a sex cult, you should be like, dude, get <laughs> your house in order. I can't collaborate with you. I can't be seen with you get, until get, you get your shit together. Get better locks. On your sex cult. Come on. On the dungeon. Keep them in the basement. Thought we talked about this. I remember our conversation on R. Kelly now. Mm. It was mostly about how cool basements are. <laughs> really? Did it, 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 yeah. it devolve into... We oh, talk, yeah, that's right. We talked yeah. about how cool basements are. That's how it devolved into... Yikes. You know, you can turn a basement into like a fucking... An awesome game, game room. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's a good time. Anyway, mm-hmm. that's just... Just had to get that off my chest. It's been driving me crazy. Uh, yeah, understandable. Fucking R. Kelly, man. Fucking R. Kelly. Yeah. And then, you know, it, it just, they're all, you know, I, with with all of this, all this stuff that's been happening in the past couple of years, it's definitely taught me personally a lesson in idol worship, mm-hmm. hero worship. You know, oh, putting, we've, putting, we've all been rudely awakened to the, uh, the, the fallibility of of uh, putting anybody on a pedestal. Yeah, and you know, I think I can't remember who it was. I think I think it was Common who said that he, you know, R. Kelly, he's he's just a man and he's made mistakes and all this stuff. And it's like, yeah, that's true. He is just a man. He has made mistakes. 
but that doesn't that doesn't excuse you and it doesn't excuse him and it doesn't excuse everybody else who's collaborated with him and turned a blind eye to all the accusations and all the stories and all the rumors and all the hearsay right it doesn't excuse any of you guys yeah he he's he's a man he's made mistakes but has he owned up to any of those mistakes? No, no, no. no. He's he's doubled down on he his innocence every time, and uh, claiming he's done nothing wrong. Yeah. He, have you seen that interview? Uh, I forget what it was on, uh, like Huffington Post or something. Uh, he was speaking to this this woman, uh, who he oh my god made my skin crawl when I when I rewatched it. Yeah. He was okay, so he was doing the interview, and then of course she shifts from. You know, talking about how great his music is to the allegations, right? And this is even before the most recent batch of issues he's had. Mm-hmm. And she was essentially just saying, like, "Well, you know, what do you what do you have to say to the people who are, you know, judging you and claiming that you've done all these terrible things, uh, specifically around women?" And she, like he he didn't even let her finish, essentially. And just started saying, you know, you're really beautiful, and I respect you, but uh, you know, I I'm not here to talk about negativity. And if you if another negative question comes out of your mouth, I'm gonna walk away. <laughs> I'm gonna end this interview. <laughs> and so they they just kind of like sat there for a second, and then she goes, okay, well, I have another question from the audience. Do you think that's okay? And he's like, sure, go ahead. <laughs> it's another one about the allocation. Uh, it was it was basically like, what would you tell your fans uh, uh, who have stuck with you through this, all all these allegations and stuff? What would you tell them uh, who enjoy your music but are you know obviously kind of perturbed by what's going on? Yeah. Paraphrasing here, obviously. Right. And uh, again, like he did not let her finish. She started talking over her. Wow. And saying how beautiful she is, and that. He loves everybody, even the people who make these allegations <laughs> and accusations. And <laughs> dude, is that not an omission of guilt? Oh my god, it was it was so obvious. It yeah. was obvious, and like the aggression that he had towards her, yeah, and the lack of the complete lack of respect that he had for her as a professional, yeah, talking about how beautiful she is, and that's like her only qualifier, yeah, was insane. And he starts to walk away. He's like, no, I'm done with this interview. No more questions, because you know you're you're talking all this crap. Mm. Walks away, and as he's walking away, he's like, oh, but you're very beautiful. <laughs> on his way out. Yeah, and she goes, okay, you don't have to comment on my appearance. Thank you very much. God damn, what a fucking piece of shit. It dude. was incredible. That's like all I needed to see yeah. to be like, yeah, no, confirmed. Yeah. You're you are ab- so oblivious yeah. to how much of a piece of shit you are. Yeah, the the I mean, mine my awakening was the the classic uh, Torre interview mm-hmm. where Torre asks him, um, "So Robert, are you attracted to teenage <laughs> yeah, girls?" That's right, and, I remember that. You know, it's like it's it for for those of you who don't know about this interview, just go and look it up. It's it's, I mean, it's it, it would be hilarious if it wasn't so fucked up and sad. So Torre. Asks him, you know, Robert, are you attracted to teenage girls? And this, I mean, this is a softball question. This is a fucking alley-oop. Slam dunk. No. No, I'm not. Gross. Disgusting. Hate you. Don't ever ask me no shit like that again. That's disgusting. 
I'd never be attracted to teenage girls. I have daughters, blah, blah, blah. I don't know if he has daughters. I'm just saying. I think he has daughters. I don't know. I'm pretty sure he has daughters. I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> the answer's Easy out there. fucking question. Easy question. Right. You know what this son of a bitch says? Mm. Uh, uh, define teenaged. <laughs> define teenaged. <laughs> the age of a teen. <laughs> a number that ends in teen. Robert, please. Robert. Booby, work with us. Come on. Easy. That's easy street, bro. It's easy street. After I saw that, I was like, what okay. the fuck? It, even when I, I was a teenager at the time of seeing this interview, and I was like, what the fuck? That's a weird way to answer that question. <laughs> he likes girls my age. <laughs> and so from that point forward, it's been real, real, um, real shaky waters the boy's been on. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it's just, I don't know. I mean, I guess to your point earlier, it's easy for, you know, people who aren't in the industry, people who uh, have no way of um, uh, benefiting from turning a blind eye to what he was doing. Mm -hmm. It's easy for us to criticize him and to criticize the people who didn't come out and say something earlier right it's very easy for us to do that the problem is like it should be easy for them too you know yeah it should be easy for people who act as if they are men and women of conviction Mm -hmm. to come out and say something it should be easy for them and the fact that it isn't is sad it's a sad realization about Hollywood, and it's a sad re- realization about the people who, you know, we used to hold as heroes, yeah. as people who we looked up to. Yeah, it should be a very easy thing for somebody in Common's position to say, ten years ago he mm-hmm. could have said this because ten years ago he was relevant enough and conscious enough and woke before woke was a thing mm-hmm. enough to be a person who was like, oh yeah, by the way. R. Kelly's garbage. But do you? Th- how do you think that would have been greeted? Because I see him doing that, and I see only backlash. But that's the point of being a man with conviction, right? You you have you weather that. Well, storm. you got to stand up for something, yeah. right? You go through that. Mm-hmm. If you're somebody who believes deeply about these things, you go through that. Yeah. You t- you 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 walk through that fire mm-hmm. for the people who can't do it. Yeah. If you're a person who's in a position like Common was or Chance is right. or these other people who are coming out now. A position of influence and power. Exactly. You're that. You have the opportunity to do something. And now isn't the time. Like, obviously, no, it's, 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 it's too late now. Yeah, exactly. It's like R. Kelly has made his millions. Right. R. Kelly has made his victims. <laughs> yeah. R. Kelly's fucking borderline retired. Dog. Right. Like, who cares? It's like all these all these people who came after, who went after Bill Cosby, for instance. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm glad that those women got their justice. But the people who knew back then, or Louis C.K., a better, a better example. Right. The people, women are getting their justice, but, you know, after the guys made millions, after he right. was considered a genius the yeah. greatest stand-up of all time like mm-hmm. i don't know it's just it uh, feels to me like if you're you know these these all, all of them all of them even the people of conviction even the people who are supposed to be the best of the best mm-hmm. of us even they fall short yeah and it is human and it is something where we have to kind of come to realization that 
they're not people who are better than us. Yeah. They're just people. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think it's, uh, it's, it's good for us to realize that this is a, <clears throat> this is a failure of humanity. Mm-hmm. It's something that we see time and time again, where there's this herd mentality. Uh, there's a keep a head down sort of mentality when things are going smoothly, you know? Yeah. It, it's easier to go with the flow as opposed to go against the grain because, you know, you stick your head up, it's going to get hit. Yeah. Right. So these people who are have millions on the line who are, you know, in in this business that they've been, you know, I'm assuming hoping to be in for their entire lives. They've been working this, their entire lives to get to this moment and training and, you know, working their asses off and recording music or whatever they do. And they're going to put that on the line to have this this righteous sort of uh, cause to to uh, hill to die on, you uh-huh. know. But you see time and time again, people fail to do that. And I think I think it's it's the allure of of more riches. I think it's also the something innate within humanity that we want to keep our heads down. Even when you should have the conviction to, you know, rally against something that you clearly know is wrong. Yeah. So it you know, it, it takes somebody to have a moment of clarity and to, to have the strength of will and to have the, you know, honestly, the, uh, the self strength to, to put down the line, to put everything they have on the line for something they know is right. Right. And, and, but the problem it's is few and far between. Exactly. And <clears throat> the people that we look up to or looked up to the people who were heroes that's what we always believed that they would do, you know? Yeah. Like Common, for instance, Common from, you know, 10, 15 years ago, the guy who came out with Like Water for Chocolate and B and Finding Forever. Mm-hmm. Like that guy, to me, was a guy who would, as soon as he heard something like that, would come out and be like, this needs to be talked about. This needs to be opened up and we need to we need to do something about this. That. Right. I mean, and I was younger, obviously. I don't know. I was like 12, 13, 14 years old yeah. when those albums came out. And, you know, I was naive then. But that's it is what it is. That was the reality of, of listening to a guy like that and looking up to a person like that and going like, that's a stand-up person. That's a person who you should strive to be like. Right. And then, you know, you get older and you're like, you know, it's you're just, just a, a guy. fucking guy. It's yeah. just a guy. They're all just fucking guys. guy. He has his own fears. He has his own, you know, prerogative. And- yeah. He's got himself to look look over or uh, to yeah, protect. Got, got his own family, and and, and you know what? I think I think a lot of these people probably knew these things, and within their own circle, were like, "Stay away from Mark Kelly. He's a piece of shit." Yeah, and just kind of kept it to themselves. They go public about it. Yeah, because they don't want to be the asshole who you know talks bad about R. Kelly. But yeah, you know, there's just a line. This is it's just disappointing. It is. It is. They're all disappointing. People are disappointing, Marco. That's what we should end this episode on. <laughs> no, we can't do that. All right. We can't do that. Can't end it on people are disappointing. You got to go to like some current events. Okay. Find something nice. A man's mission to find a kidney donor for his wife goes viral. Oh, yeah. This is the guy that had the thing on his backpack. That was in, that was last year, though. Oh. 
That was in 2018. Uh, Clemson won. We That's cool. That new shit right? 2019. Yeah, Clemson did win. That's hey, cool. Winning is... Uh, <laughs> Winning's fun. Well, no, I was gonna say that's that's uh that's a light way to put it. Oh yeah, winning. Clemson whooped that ass. Yeah. Clemson got in those cheeks, right in the buns, right in the buns, in the Bama buns. Oh man, it was fun watching Nick Saban just throw his hands in the air <laughs> multiple times and just go. I don't, I don't know. I, it's it's over. I, I, I don't know. I, I got nothing. Fucking. This is. I don't know. I don't know. Clemson's beating the shit out. I don't. I don't know. This isn't happening. Yeah, they beat the fuck out of them. From almost the opening kick, they had their number. Mm-hmm. Really, really surprising to see. Mm-hmm. They beat the snot out of them. What's even more surprising was watching that halftime show. <laughs> Ugh. They didn't even play radioactive. I know, right? The fuck? <sighs> it's all we want. It's all the people want. I saw a tweet that said, why is Imagine Dragons yelling at me? <laughs> right. Imagine Dragons and Lil Wayne. Did the halftime show. So Imagine Dragons performed, and then Lil Wayne came out and did like a verse and a half from uh, um, that one joint uh, that he did with Swiss Beats mm-hmm. uh, that just sampled special delivery. And then he left the stage, <clears throat> and then he came back and he did like another, I don't know, half a verse to another Imagine Dragons song. And then it was over just like that. I don't know. There was fireworks. That was cool. I don't know what the fuck I was watching. <laughs> it was very confusing. It felt like a fever dream. Yeah. Especially the way that he was dressed. It was almost, uh, the entire thing was almost so bad it was good. It was entertaining. It, was entertaining. Yeah. it kept our attention. I, You know, I for one am somebody who, and you know this about me, mm-hmm. I like to hate listen to things. Yeah. I don't know and why. Watch. And hate watch. Right. Well, we hate watch together That's though. True. We watch That's bad true. movies. Yeah. But I'll hate listen to stuff on my own, t- on my free time. Right. When I could be listening to like good stuff, mm-hmm. sometimes I'll just put on something bad, and uh, I'll just sit there and like cringe at it or laugh at it. I don't know why. I don't know. It just it brings me joy. Yeah. Well. And I listened to um, Imagine Dragons like half of their latest album because mm. I couldn't get through it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, I hate listening to it. And do, uh, do you enjoy the thunder? <laughs> thunder and the lightning. Thunder, thunder, thunder. All of their shit is just like it's one long album. Yeah. It's one long song. Maybe that's it's been a concept, for like and you just don't get years. it. Maybe. I just don't know how they could be happy with. I mean, they could be happy with the money and the stardom and all that oh, yeah. stuff. But they, uh, their success is is uh, undeniable. Quality, quality wise, the trajectory of their career. Yeah. I don't even know. I mean, they're all just like bland looking white dudes. Somebody said that they're just, they said, um, imagine dragons. The band members of imagine dragons looks like Macklemore from five different universes. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, it's like the spider verse. Dude, it was so true. You have to look up this picture of the band. I think it's from their SNL performance and they do. They really look like the same guy, just like different, (laughs) a different, like, uh, 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 aesthetic basically different takes of the same man yeah and it's That's like funny. you know you can be five bland white dudes whatever I don't care mm-hmm. but just be you know just make better music yeah do something interesting yeah please be interesting be better and they're not be best Ugh. I know I know that we were gonna we were supposed to talk about positive stuff it's just hard it's yeah. just really hard I mean Google positive news you get like you know some kid making like, you know, 
he's like creating water with his bare hands or something like that. But it's oh, not interesting. That's a that's an actual miracle, Marco. <laughs> no, it's there. There is positive news out there. It's just it's so hard. You have to search for positive news, and that's a bad thing. Yeah, you know, nice stuff goes viral for like two seconds. <clears throat> Excuse me, bad shit goes viral for. Longer than two seconds. Oh yeah. But, <laughs> well, no, and that's the thing too. I viral think, is in an, in and of it's inherently a fast thing. Yeah, and I think a lot of the the viral positive stuff is usually taken from a negative to make that positive. That's true. It's like you know somebody didn't have a kidney because they couldn't afford health care, but then suddenly they got one, and it's or they they, they crowdfunded a kidney. Yeah, I, I don't know. No, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, they crowdfunded a three D printed. They three D printed a kidney. No, but you're right. A lot of a lot of the positive news is born out of uh, tragedy. Yeah, and you know, oh, 2019 starting off kind of shaky. Yeah, uh, yeah, we'll get there. It's yeah, okay. year just started. People don't lose sight. Okay, don't lose sight it's of whatever goals start. that you have, whatever resolutions that you have, whatever thing that you're looking towards that you're trying to accomplish it this year. It's only been a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Don't lose sight. Right. Don't let politics, negativity, R. Kelly, <laughs> Kanye West, <laughs> the city of Chicago. <laughs> Think hard, plan long. It's my hard and long plan. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you talking about your dick? It's hard and long. I think you're talking about your dick. Hard and long. What'd you think of this beer? Hard and long. <laughs> this from Founders. Yeah. The Backwoods Bastard. It's an ale aged in oak bourbon barrels. Oak bourbon barrel. We had the Founders um, bre- breakfast out. Yeah. Breakfast out. Breakfast. And that one was really good. Founders yeah. is pretty good. Yeah, they're solid. Yeah. Uh, especially for a beer you can find like in Publix. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I, uh, I dug this one. It was... Uh, like I alluded to at the beginning of this podcast, pretty sweet, sweet, um, but also had a little bit of a little bit of a bourbon kick but it's there sweet. at the end. So yeah, kind of in a weird way, it's a little like those candies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, kind of like, you know, uh, kind of like in a weird way, um, like those candies we were talking about, where it's yeah. like chocolate with booze inside of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it works a little bit better in this beer than in real life. Um, and so you would give it? I will give it a very strong 4.5. Damn you. Mm. Damn you, Pocasius. Let me take one more swig. I'll tell you what I thought of it. I'll say this. Sure will, bud. <laughs> it's you can taste how strong it is. Yeah, and bites so, you a little bit. Sometimes that's a drawback. I would say that this this beer doesn't have a lot of um, what we would say in the music biz or the gaming biz replay value. Mm. So on its first shot, it does its job. It's flavorful. It hits you in all the right places, but how many of these are you gonna have? Oh, for me, yeah, one. Well, and that's the thing. I wonder what 
founders intended for this beer? Do you think that they intended, you know, somebody to knock down two or three of these? No way. Not no. at 11%. No. Not at a four-pack. Well, yeah. Well, I think that's why they put it in a four-pack as well. Is like you can't have more than two. Yeah. So considering that fact, let's just assume that uh, a brewing company that's going to make a four-pack at 11%. They're gonna want you to take your time with these babies, right? This is this is something that you you don't you don't toss this bitch back, you know. You no. you enjoy this. Yeah, you enjoy you, this. you you have to, as you would with a nice bourbon, mm-hmm. sip on her. And considering that fact, I'm gonna give it a five. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't disagree with you, except I do because my score is different. But <laughs> mostly, I don't disagree with you. Right, 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 right. All right, so a 4.5 for you, sir, and a 5 for me. This has been the One Baron Podcast for myself, Marco Dupa, for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. I love you. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer. Like, share, and subscribe on all the all the podcast apps and all that jazz. And have a beautiful evening.